0: Voices of Symsys is the podcast of the Symbolic Systems program at Stanford University. Each episode you'll hear from a student, faculty, or alumnus related to symbolic systems, which is the interdisciplinary study of the relationship between minds, machines, and the world. This episode our guest is Elisa Jimenez a symbolic systems major concentrating in human-computer interaction. In her interview with Kylie Holland, Elisa will answer a few questions like, what does the archetypical Simsys student look like? How does one explain the major to potential employers? Where can a Simsys degree take you after graduation? I'm Jenny Z, an advising fellow of the Symbolic Systems program, and this is Voices of Simsys.
1: Telling people your name, year, and concentration?
2: My name is Elisa Lupin Jimenez. Mm-hmm. I am a class year 2018, yes. uh, social, and graduation year 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a symbolic systems major with a concentration in human computer interaction.
1: Awesome. So, when people ask you what is symbolic
2: systems, how do you explain it to them? Usually, I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it goes a little something like this. <laughs> it's kind of complicated, but it's a mix of computer science, linguistics, philosophy, and psychology, and it's kind of like cognitive science. Um, the purpose of the major is to provide a foundation for understanding like, the mechanisms of technology and how we mm-hmm. interact with them as humans and mm-hmm. as a community um, yeah so kind of getting like a taste of both the voluntary uh, act I guess the sciences and the humanities, understanding the development of technology.
1: Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Um, How would you describe a typical census major if there is one?
2: Adopting stronger. I'd say. And there could also be like. The only commonality among census majors is that we're all. We're all interdisciplinary. like none of us liked a topic. Um, let me rephrase that. We couldn't pick a single topic. like we couldn't pick a single major, like computer science or like psychology or education or, like, or, education or something. So we picked the one that allowed us to study everything that we like..
1: So did you come in intending to declare census?
2: Definitely not. I oh. came in as pre-med. And also, and, wow. And um, it was actually, I was, actually, in that I that was meeting with my PMA, pre-major advisor, mm-hmm. the role of um, action, just before the classes were going to start. So this um, is like my two, first fall quarter at Stanford. Yeah and I had told my PMA that I was interested in becoming a doctor, and she told me, well, these are all the classes you're going to want to take over the next four years in this order. And as she was just going over this, like, just fully regimented Mm -hmm. schedule, I felt, Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but more, like, I felt trapped Mm -hmm. just hearing that and I wanted to have more freedom while Mm -hmm. I was exploring like my undergraduate career and so I knew pretty pretty quickly that I wasn't going to be pre-med but that didn't mean I like knew what I wanted to do so Mm -hmm. instead of doing like the typical freshman year pre-med classes I just took the typical freshman year classes my fall quarter so that was CS106A and Psych1, which both happened to tie in very nicely to census. So I kind of just kept taking classes like that and um, realized like fall quarter of my sophomore year that I had already taken a bunch of classes that fit under census as major requirements. So... I might as well continue doing that oh, since I liked nice. it. Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, That's so super cool. Um, so, since like, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very yeah, broad yeah. and diverse major, how did you decide on your specialization good, yeah. and well, the classes I don't you get inch, took to complete like... the major?
2: Sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. How did I decide on my concentration and and the classes that, and, like, the, the path you take towards completing the major? Um, so... Yeah, definitely, yeah. If not, like, we already... How did I pick my concentration? Well, when I went in to declare my major, um... I was talking to an undergraduate advisor for census, and they were telling me about all the flexibility, but what the more common routes were, and more importantly, he told me that if I wanted to change my concentration, it would be super easy to switch over, and so I didn't have to worry about it that much at the time. So I went with HCI yeah, timeline, because I I wanted to um, I wanted to get into the more technical side of census because as you know it's very diverse. But with some concentrations you'll be required to take certain classes, and with others you won't. So with HCI, I would be required to take CS 107, which is like the first upper division computer science class. So I think that and is you don't need to take one. that with most of the it's other Sunday. census concentrations, Talk but I didn't want to... Um, mm-hmm. I guess I, I didn't want to... I, I wanted to feel, like, like competent as a programmer, Just thinking, mm-hmm. like, a shell building. Oh, for the future, like, what careers... I might want to pursue. I think, literally, I just think, so like, I started like, with you know, HCI like and I just stuck with it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have thought a few times about switching into a different concentration. Like, um, I think I was thinking about cognitive science for my track for a little bit, but. I felt like I had already taken so many classes towards HCI that I wasn't sure if it would be worth it for me to have to like retake other classes to fit into another track. But if I were to redo yeah. the whole process, I think I may have tried to take a risk and I think, uh, yeah. I concentrate think has, on like, computer music, which is mm. like one of the... Least popular yeah. tracks mm-hmm. in the census department, but it's very cool because you get to work in karma and work with digital music and yeah. I think I think I'm happy with HCI though. Like it's given me a very broad overview of what to expect and like, especially the tech industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we'll
1: we'll need to go through it a few times. Did you did you wish that you had declared earlier?
2: No, I feel good about when I yeah. declared. It was a little bit on a whim. Mm-hmm. It was I think in October in my sophomore year Sorry. and I noticed that one of my friends, he is the undergraduate advisor. Mm-hmm. Um he happened to have office hours that day and I didn't have anything going on. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the office office hours. And when I got there, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to declare. And so I, I feel like I declared pretty, it, it wasn't like the earliest, like you have people who declare their major in their freshman year, but I I was definitely like, you know, like not related to, I was a little bit ahead of my peers mm-hmm. since I declared, like, at the beginning of fall, quarter, sophomore year, and a lot of people were still waiting until, mm-hmm. like, spring or so in their sophomore year to declare. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, know, I think I declared at the right time for me.
1: And all the things we need to consider. Is Were there like, any bumps in the road yes, towards completing costs, your major? Uh, like uh, classes being harder than you anticipated? or, or like, a professor um, going on sabbatical? Sort of all the, like, potential indirect and, like,
2: yeah, I'd say impact academically, impact. Uh, one challenge I faced was taking that upper division like technical programming class, CS 107. So. While I wasn't uh, struggling in terms of, like, the grades I was receiving in the class, I felt like I was struggling because of the structure. Mm. And I felt like the class was so big and so time-intensive that I just didn't have enough time to get the help that I would have liked. So I... I actually ended up withdrawing from CS One O Seven twice, wow. so not just once but twice, because I needed it to fulfill my HCI track, but mm-hmm. I kept finding that I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't motivated to put in the hours that I needed to to succeed and like mm-hmm. feel sane as a student. So, mm-hmm. um, what I ended up doing instead was. Taking CS107E, which is uh, more hardware-driven than CS107, like, and it's a smaller class, too, so where CS107's like a big lecture hall, you've got, like, 100 to 200 students in it per quarter. Uh, CS107E was, like, 30 people max. And I... I felt like I got so much more out of taking that class than I had with CS107, and it still fulfilled my requirement. So um, I'd say that was the biggest hurdle. It's like making the decision to stop butting my head against the same wall and try to fulfill those recs another way.
1: Yeah, that's super cool. Um, Did your... Changing track a little bit. Did your peer group change your result uh, change as a result of declaring census or what about your mentors? Uh, well, I think I think what we did. Did my be, like, peer? Things that are gonna
2: do it yeah. Did you Sorry. Tell, did you find that? yourself?
1: Because um, like, I've, I've always been told that Simsis to has like a strong and, like, simsys community. Did you spend a lot of time hanging like like out with other like Simsis majors? So
2: like are um. That are like honestly, no. I, um, I. I would. Like, like if I find out someone else is a census major as well, I'd be like, hey, so am I. But I spent a lot more time hanging out with, like, CS people than I did with census people just because, like, I'm taking the same classes as them. So they're the ones that I'm going to work with. The state should also consider adopting energy as a policy. I think... Establishing periodically strengthens... I I, I don't think that the census community is particularly cohesive. Mm -hmm. It's more like we, like like I said earlier, we share a commonality that we didn't Mm -hmm. want to narrow our interest to one subject. But other than that, we're very, very different.
1: Okay. How much did census inform your decisions outside of the major did you do any sensors research or pursue an internship
2: yeah, 41, linked 42. to census? Yeah, so in my sophomore year, I was a programming intern with the Virtual Human Interaction Lab, which is a fancy chain of words, basically meaning they study VR and how VR affects the human psyche. Um and I felt like that was a perfect application of the principles of SimSys because on one hand, we've got programming and technology, but on the other, we're studying like the psychological impact of certain VR environments. So um, through that, I felt like it was pretty connected to the ideals of mm-hmm. Um I, cons- I continued to do VR things after that, so I took some time off school to work as a software engineer at a VR startup. Um, I've done VR journalism. Oh, literally and is um, notes 30 pages of I'm continuing to Study VR and potentially might work with other VR companies in the near future. How oh, yeah, did you and get
1: the, the virtual the human networks. interaction lab like, job? Like, um, was it Simpsons a Simpsons Connection or just
2: outside? And then again, you know, like, um, kind of search for the stuff related to energy. I applied. Stuff. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of good stuff in here. an application process that started in the previous you know, spring quarter. Mm-hmm. So I applied as a freshman, and um. we can also like. Yeah, it was like it was part like interview questions, part like technical challenges. Like um. How much does? Yeah. whatever. There were several steps in that interview process. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's super cool.
1: Did you participate in the honor, actually, you know we're running low on time, so I'll skip to, um, where do you want to work? Uh, you, you mentioned VR, and how have you presented yourself in especially your major to employers? Because you're not a CS major, but you're hoping to work in, in CS. What is this?
2: How do I present myself?
1: And especially how do you present your major, or does it not come up?
2: It comes up, but usually it's always been a little bit of a boost for me because people don't know what SimSys is outside of Stanford, and they're always curious because it sounds cool. Like, people don't really know what the symbolic and symbolic systems means, and I tell them... I'll, I'll make a joke out of it. I'll be like, most of us don't know what it means. <laughs> but <laughs> then I'll go into my spiel about the, the four disciplines and how they're so meshed together good. to form into this, like, background for, mm-hmm. I don't know, technical analysis. And usually by the end of my what is since this spiel... Interviewers or inquisitive minds (laughs) are almost envious.